Wait, did you realize that when they said, like, we're ready, like, camera ready, roll, the first thing you did in preparation was pop your chain out of your shirt? I just want people to know that I'm ready for prime time. Look good, feel good, podcast good. L, <laughs> before you start chirping at me, mm-hmm. I just want the listeners and viewers to be well aware, and I can snitch. get this on tape. He's such a snitch. That I just witnessed a crime that is still in progress. And the main suspect is sitting right next to me. If I go missing, the main suspect is sitting right next to me. Tell me you live in a tiny town without telling me you live in a tiny town. It's not a crime. At best, it's a traffic violation. Okay? I didn't know that those weren't crimes. And not even, well, they're definitely not crimes when it's a traffic violation, like, within... The gates of your company traffic. Basically, Gary is snitching on me because I parked in a permitted parking space and didn't have a permit to park there. I was carrying some sandwiches. I was late. It's cold. You know, the worst part, you guys, is that when I fell down the stairs in a tragic way a couple of years ago. Here we go. After laughing at um, Alabama's um, misery. And I was gifted a parking permit. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be so angry when someone would pull into my permitted pass. I'd be like, you don't have a permit. You have no idea what I'm going through and why I need this spot. I need, I was like incensed. I was like, I'll call the president. Mm -hmm. Get me Bob Iger. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like Biden. Like Joe, wake up. I need to talk to you. (laughs) I was enraged. And now once they took my parking spot, they didn't even ever come and get my spot. They just kind of, change the number they put tape over it and change the number and just let me keep the plastic card that's which crazy. in my mind empowers me to still park wherever the hell i want because i've got a red plastic thing hanging around my rear view and i just want y'all to know that that she takes full advantage all right because as i was driving by i was like i just witnessed a crime 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 yeah and i had to screamed park it at me i'm like also gary don't yell that in a parking lot at work. <laughs> i did i'm I did. witnessing a crime i'm I like said, I'm oh gonna my call God. the cops right i was like why would you do that <laughs> uh that's unreal funny. real just real quickly here because i've done that before and it was when i was here to uh tape sports center snapchat and anybody unfamiliar we taped that thing at like midnight it was like on tuesday and i pulled up and our studio is right inside of a loading dock. So I parked in the loading deck, in the loading dock. And when I tell you that our surveillance here on ESPN campus is second to none, all right, they had the choppers on me. Yeah. Two of the vans pulled up from each side of me. Like yeah. they, they were trying to pin me in. Yeah. Like I'm not, SWAT team. I'm not going anywhere. I work here. Yeah. They're like, you can't park there. I said, I'm just gonna step inside and tape this show. They're like, what if somebody needs this spot? I was like, Somebody does. That somebody is me. <laughs> They're like, you got to move your car. So I moved it just a couple spots over, but they do not play well here on ESPN's campus. I mean, yeah, Gary, like that's egregious. Uh, the loading dock, like that's like Gary being like, they were pissed because I parked in their driveway. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like literally trucks and things like service trucks. Okay. They need to get into the loading dock, Gary. So me just taking a parking space is not the same as you camping in the loading dock. Where were the emergency vehicles enter if they needed to, Gary? Good God, you're a horrible teammate. 
Well, this kind of took a turn that I didn't and expect. And that's how you turn it around on someone else. Reverse psychology. Damn. Welcome to the L. Duncan Show. Have we said that yet? Have we said that? With Gary Streisky, who just got humbled. That's psychology 101. That's crazy. You just turned something that I did wrong into a lesson on you. You are still illegally parked, so we better speed this up. If I'm not towed. Um, man, we have a lot to get to on the show today. Yeah. Uh, of course, the price isn't always right. Damn. We're going to talk about how much it costs now to just get you a basic walk-on. I'm trying to enter the transfer portal, see if I can make a buck. You could be Chris Winky. I could fool somebody. Plus 10 years. Chill 100%. out. 100%. 11. We're also, non-ironically, finding a way to call people weenies. <laughs> this must have been a Gary play. What the hell? You know what this show needs? More weenies. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. It's cold outside. Um, Tiger Woods has a new logo, so you're going to quiz me, and you're very concerned about some of the things that you've pulled. Yeah. Like, makeup room concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elle, Elle came into the makeup room, and the first thing I said to her was, I'm actually, for the for the first time, legitimately concerned about some of the things that I'm going to uh, put on the program. Things that I didn't create, or maybe I did, that were just out there in the public sphere yeah. to consume. Mm -hmm. This is our plea to you that if you are listening to this as a podcast, that at some point in the show, you might want to pop over to YouTube. Oh. Check out these pretty faces. That's I right. got to tell you, my hair is on fire today. It does look good. It I look does really, look good. I look like really pretty today. No, for sure. I was going to say that, but you already knew that. Yeah. So, and, and what's understood doesn't need to be said. 100%. Just like I knew at some point... With all this talk about rookies stepping up, being great right away, I see you, CJ Stroud. I knew at some point a young gun was going to blow it. And we watched that exact thing happen, divisional round in hey the books. Some people say this is the best weekend of the year, disrespecting the other 51 weekends, but whatever. Yeah. There's some other really cool weekends. There's some credence to I'm this. sure. There's some, oh, God. Here we go. We're trotting credence back out. I know, literally, the everyone in the studio is booing you. Um... I knew, like, you can set your watch to our incredible colleagues. Yes. Caping for Josh Allen. Okay. And I knew when I watched that game last night, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are Thanos, right? They are inevitable. Mm -hmm. This is probably the worst Chiefs team we've seen in years. It's crazy. They finally have to go play on the road. Like, all of these things. And they still beat the Bills at home. Mm -hmm. And I knew inevitably as I watched that game, yes, there were some key drops. Certainly even if Miko Hardman doesn't fumble the ball, maybe mm -hmm. the Bills aren't even in a position at all to take a lead. But that pass that Josh Allen missed. Back of the end zone. In the back of the end zone was the kind of pass that we keep saying as we're trying to delineate whether he's great or good. That's the kind of thing that you have to be able to make to be great. And I knew undoubtedly when I turned on Get Out this morning. I mean, Get Up. <laughs> I do it every time. I just watched that movie, too. Damn. Ran it back. I, know. I don't like scary movies. Yeah. No, there's a difference. The black people on Get Up actually want to be there. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, and so... So here goes Dan Orlovsky, who I love. Yep. Here goes Greeny, who I love, mm -hmm. blaming everybody but Josh Allen for why this was supposed to be the year. And I see Stephen A., you know, a couple of hours later with Shannon Sharp ganging up on Dan again. This isn't on Josh Allen. This is on everybody else. This is on mm -hmm. the drops. This is on this and that. Is Josh Allen the guy yes. to deliver Buffalo 
from what is clearly some kind of hex. Wide right again? Again, yeah. and I get it. This is not Scott Norwood. This isn't for a Super Bowl, but still, again, a 44-yarder. Now, look, you could say, okay, even if he makes that field goal, you give Pat Mahomes a minute 40, he's probably going to score on you. But still, anything could have happened. This team snake bit, and I wonder if it's going to take the second coming of quarterback Jesus to change things around for a Buffalo team that had everything laid out for them for this to finally be the year that they beat the Chiefs and they still couldn't do it. They're getting closer, though. <laughs> they're getting... Now they're within three. Well, actually, yeah. God. No, Al, Gary, listen. No. You have Listen, we're, we're talking about the second coming of what a lot of people are saying is already the second best quarterback of all time in Patrick Mahomes. In any other situation, Josh Allen has proven... More oftentimes than not, that he can get the job done. But it's it's this is Brady versus Manning. This is when Brady had Manning's number. Eventually, Peyton would would get over on Tom Brady. I think the way that Josh Allen is playing, and you can't discredit that was like a fifty yard bomb to Stephon Diggs. Yes, he missed he missed the 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 pass in the back of the end zone, but he had the Bills in position to tie the game to potentially take this to overtime where who knows what happens. So I know you can't pinpoint one play or two plays, but he did enough. And I know Ryan Clark was on Get Up saying he did not lose them the game, sure. but he also didn't win. Exactly. I, what I'm saying, though, like this, this, uh, this situation where it's like, is he going to be the guy to get him over the hump? He has to be. There's no other choice. I saw enough that I'm like, God, he's so close. And I feel so bad for like our colleague, but Kevin we've Connors, been right? saying that Kevin Connors is the nicest man. Nicest on earth. guy this ever. And he was nice just, things. he was just, he was down, of course te- he's down terrible, devastated. down terrible. But you're going, you're going up against the Gen Z goat here in Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how much you can ask Josh Allen to do. He can't catch the ball himself. When he rushes, he, he got a rushing touchdown himself. He can't kick the ball himself. At some point, your defense needs to make enough stops. I understand that, Gary. I get all of those things. Like, I don't think this is supposed to be uh, let's pile on Josh for what he can't do. What I'm saying is we're now how many years in with Josh Allen? Five, six years now. Six years. Okay. Joe Burrow has already shown to make those. Let's not just say it's just Patrick Mahomes is the only one that makes that. When we're talking about the delineation between being great and really, really good, Mm -hmm. elite, Josh Allen is elite, but when you're talking about being great, which is what our colleagues keep labeling him as, describing him as great. I was sitting in the kitchen today recalling all the times, and again, I know I'm going to Tom Brady here, but fine, but work with me here. Even in the games, I'll recall against my Broncos in the AFC Championship, the Broncos beat the dog out of the Patriots, and it still came down to a two-point conversion and the final play of the game. Mm -hmm. It always came down to the final play of the game, no matter how bad they were getting gobsmacked, because Tom Brady was going to will his team to a win. And yes, I'll be Giselle. He can't always throw to himself. We all know what happened in that Super Bowl and whatnot. I get that. It's a horrible Giselle. My bad. I was just trying to make make you feel good. But you get what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. even when his team was outmatched and the other team was more talented and they beat them up, Tom always made that throw or he always had that thing. And that is what is missing with Josh Allen is it's not just when he's playing Patrick Mahomes. It's every time he has that chance to go, I am elite. Like, and this is important and this important thing is on the line and I'm going to show you how elite I am. He can't. He can't. 
He hasn't anyway. He has not to this point. I guess there's not there's not there's not too many opposing opposing things I can say because he hasn't gotten it done even when he is in control of one of the best offenses, one of the best teams. He has top three talent in the league. He has as many, if not more, wins in the playoffs than Lamar Jackson. I, what's the difference between the there two? There is no a what's difference. The, and difference I, and Lamar, Lamar Jackson has faced criticism over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's the difference. The difference is nobody sits on our, on our network over and over and over and cries foul for Lamar because he's surrounded by not winners. Like if Josh could just have a better defense. If Josh, they act like everything around Josh is the impediment to him being a Super Bowl caliber champion. Lamar Jackson faces criticism at every turn. At every turn. The man is about to be a two-time MVP, and he still has to answer for, do you think you're a pocket passer, even though he's one of the most accurate passers? But I don't get it. Listen to what we're saying. We're, we're giving Josh Allen just as much criticism as, you know, Lamar Jackson. He gets criticism, but he gets a hefty amount of praise, both internally and externally. He does, but he gets externally. plenty of but, criticism for his inability to win the big game in the well, postseason. So does, so does and Josh Allen. So does Josh Allen. He, I, I He's mean, getting I, crushed. I think, that he, I think that he does. I'm saying yeah. that that's the conversation that's happening today. Yeah. And I think that unlike other quarterbacks, in particular Lamar Jackson, that people sympathize more with Josh Allen. It's like they feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. And that nobody feels bad for Lamar. Like, yeah, they'll commiserate that he's got injuries and this and that, but it still comes down to Lamar's not winning these games because of something Lamar's doing and with Josh it's always Josh isn't winning these games because of something somebody else is doing to Josh and that's my gripe why did you think Buffalo was gonna win based off of all that because I felt like this was their year because I felt like they finished the year strong they were finally at home this is the weakest Chiefs team that we've seen in some time Mm -hmm. solid defense but one of the they're they're the weakest Chiefs team that we've seen Mm-hmm. This felt like their opportunity. They're at home. This felt like their opportunity. This felt like their year. I'm also not minimizing how banged up the Bills were. That was a huge concern to me. Yep. I think I probably said that in the segment. So they certainly had, they were not at full strength. And I understand that. But man, man. So was that rhetorical with, with the, is Josh Allen the one to get it done? Or I mean, there's there's no option. His 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 cap hit doubles next year. He's under contract. He's not going. No, he, and he shouldn't be going yeah, anywhere. He, he's, he's he shouldn't be going anywhere. So what? So what? You watch that, and what do you see? I see a really, really good quarterback who has not hit the threshold of a great quarterback okay. yet, and I see someone like a Joe Burrow that's already eclipsed him. This is um, gosh, I don't recall. It's it was in Phil Jackson's Six Rings, uh, book. Yeah, I read, and uh, it was Phil Jackson just sports books talking about a player. And the player was on record as saying, "Listen, man, I would be, I would be, I would be the man. I'd be the best in the world. But damn it, I had to be born at the same time as Michael Jordan, right? So that's, I guess, a, a little bit of what I'm, what I'm sensing. Josh Allen might feel like, damn, like I'm him, I'm the man. If it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes always getting in my way, Josh Allen has his number in the regular season. Josh Allen doesn't have a number in the postseason. That's there. tough." And now we're at the point where people are like, Buffalo Bills, plural, huh? Belichick. The Bills is Bills? Want to pop over to the Bills? Get out of here. The, if the Falcons know what's right for them, 
They will I mean, kidnap they're not Bill gonna, Belich. They, they will wrap him up. They're not going to let him leave. They can't let him leave yeah, they, the building. They, they ain't going to let him leave the building. They can't let him leave the building. Look at all these hoodies. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. There was only four games, so it's hard Correct. to say it was too long, didn't watch. Sure. So let's just do too long, <clears throat> definitely watched. Def watched. Uh, and... Gary, you understood the assignment. You get sure. an A for effort. Yep. So run through my my TLDWs for, sure. for the divisional round. Of yeah, I mean, you know, definitely took it sort of personal since it was directed at me last week that I don't write anything for the show. See, this is which why I, I sort do of those just, things. I kind of just one-off myself yeah. in an email, brain dump it, and then forward it to myself right before the show. All right, uh, staying on the Buffalo topic, Tyler Bass missed a 44-yarder with a minute 43 left to tie the game. In related news, the Bills have asked fans to come back to the stadium to help dig a grave. Oh, they plan on throwing bass in. <laughs> For only $20 an hour? $20 an hour, no food. You're going to have to bring snacks. The ground is frozen. Do you ground know how hard it would be? super duper frozen. It's super duper frozen. Can but, you do it New Orleans style and like put them in the, what are those things called? I was going to say a terrarium, and I know that's not. A mausoleum. A mausoleum? Can you put them? We getting religious. You don't, well, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been on this kick lately where I just use words completely out of context and also interpret words completely out of context, sometimes on purpose, and also sometimes because I don't know the definition of every word. My name is Gary, not Webster. Uh, as in lately? Dic- as in dictionary. Lately? Well, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still young. Keep going. Oh, oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Three years to the day, Dan Campbell promised Detroit he'd have the team playing for titles. He comes through. Unfortunately, Detroit now has to change their name. Because they ain't lying no more. He told the truth. No, I know. You didn't have to explain it. I got it. Yeah, well, sometimes I love jokes that I have to explain. It's my favorite. It's like there's nothing more awkward than when you tell a joke and no one laughs, then you start explaining it and they're like, oh, no, I understood it. I no, I, some, I basically am just like, oh, wow, they didn't get it. Oh, they're, oh, they're, they're, oh. Co- their comedic acumen isn't quite on my It's always level. like, yeah, it's someone else's yeah, fault. Yeah, like, whoa. You know, my whoa. favorite thing to say when someone doesn't understand my joke, I'll be like, adult swim. Yeah. You're dumb. <laughs> You're what are you, vapid. stupid? <laughs> okay. Um, Joe Coy. I got last one. Hey. Joe, oh, Joe Coy, shut up. Joe Coy, 
actually really funny. <laughs> I got one more. Do you want to yeah, go? No, okay, cool, cool. Here we go. This one might be my favorite one. It's another joke I might have to explain. The 49ers won. They're going to the NFC title. But Debo is now 50-50 for the game with a shoulder injury. And listen, if Debo ain't coming, San Francisco ain't going to the Super Bowl. They need him. Because, see, he hurt his shoulder, L. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. You get it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You get it, right? Um, <laughs> man, uh, after missing, to your mm-hmm. point, because kickers really came huge in this one, Packers rookie kicker, Andrews Carlson. Durs. He's been very inconsistent. Yep. He misses that late game field goal. Yeah. We learned afterwards that his head coach said every time he takes the field, all he can do is pray. And I thought to myself, that's not true. You pray for things that you literally have no control over. You totally have control over who's kicking for your team. <laughs> Cut him. I don't. He's like, I just have to hope and pray. No, you don't. He's literally on your roster. If he ain't good, get another one. Praying for 18 weeks for something to change. And I know the Lord works in mysterious ways. And that blessing's gonna come. Why it's do either you keep a blessing making, or a lesson. Why do you make Matt LaFleur Marty Smith? That's a good, Have you ever heard him talk? No, that's a good question. Yeah, he doesn't sound LeFleur, like that. LaFleur. Yeah, he's Oh, really I've been working 18 weeks with this kicker. <laughs> Oh, uh huh. I just need undo twelve point. How about the Lions? You mentioned them. Love this story. This is so good to me. Hell yeah! This is the best story. This is the best story in sports right now. Um, Everybody can rally behind Detroit. They really this is can. Awesome. Nineteen ninety one was the last time they were in a conference title game. Hell yeah! They've never had two hosted two playoff games. Awesome. Throw in a third. Fantastic. This is so great. Yep. What were you doing in 1991 the last time the Detroit Lions were in the conference championship? I know for a fact I was peeing the bed. So just last year. <laughs> there, uh, did you no, say? No, no, no. 91, did you Gary, say 2001? not 2001. Oh, oh, okay. Well, this, still peeing in the bed. Yeah. Uh, I was three, four. I was four. Aw. So can't remember the 90s. Is there an adorable little Gare Bear picture, little nugget? Picture we can throw out. So glad you mentioned it. Drop it right now. Look at that little nugget. That's right. Uh, I got my helmet on. Yeah. I was seven. Nice. Um, So drop this little snaggle tooth picture right here. Look at that girl with no teeth. Show me. uh, Describe what we're seeing here, Elle. Yeah. A little girl with no teeth. Nice. In her school picture. Very cool. Very bad hair. (laughs) No teeth at all? Well, no, it's snaggle tooth. Just the one oh, right there. Okay. And it was like the worst of the snaggle tooth. Like it's adorable when the whole tooth is missing. Gotcha. But when the tooth is halfway there. Got it. Got it. Okay. And it just sort of looks like. Gotcha. Elle was on a completely liquid diet. Uh, not by choice. <laughs> it just it just hurt to chew. Dentures. <laughs> this is great. And I today, to commemorate uh, Detroit being in the Please conference title game. Please tell me you wrote game, another song. Well, I started doing some research. Okay. Um, so that Complete we could opposite. potentially do something involving it's so cold in the d and i was able to bless my 68 year old mother-in-law today by taking her down t baby's journey Shut and up. you're right uh the gratuitous pictures of dead people mm-hmm. caskets and then dancing in um a cemetery mm-hmm. threw her off a little bit okay but once she could get past all of that yes she really thought that the song was 
offbeat. But yes, she was like, if anybody can do this. And then she just kind of didn't say anything else. Just so. sort of tapered off. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's a challenge, Gary. If you guys want us to recreate It's So Cold in the D in honor of the Lions, how about we do this? How about this? If the Lions make it to the Super Bowl, we're doing it. Yes. We're doing it. Can we reach out to T-Baby? Sure. Have you already reached out to her? Um, so, Gary, so not all black people know each other. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Have you reached out to T-Baby? Uh, How do you reach out to a T-Baby exactly? I just can feel like. Can anyone tell me, if you can, I want to know. This is an SOS T-Baby from approximately 17 years ago on YouTube. Can you please hit me up, slide into my DMs, L Duncan on the gram, T-Baby, because we would love to team up and recreate. I, I'm saying this and I'm realizing in real time that based on all the shit that T-Baby was rapping about, T-Baby may I, not be with no, us No, I hope T-Baby's still with us. I'm, I'm doing a quick Google she right now. She literally told you it's so cold in the D, Gary. Everyone she knew died. I don't know. But uh, she's carrying carry on the legacy. If she didn't, T-Baby, call your girl. Let's do this. And for those of you listening or watching, if you know of a cemetery we can go to, drop it in the comments Yo, we section. live in Connecticut. There are plenty. Hold on. All Hold plenty. on. T-Baby got an Instagram. <gasps> and T-Baby, is, is she active? Hold on. 3,500 followers. That's pretty good. And time out. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see when she posted last. Please, Lord, let T-Baby April still be 23rd, with us. April 23rd, 2023. She's active. That is not like 10 super active, months ago. But hey, that's better than 17 oh, years no. ago. I'm going to slide in the DM. Don't worry. You guys, there is an entire buffet here in the studio, and it is in honor of Buffalo, who not only spit the bit wide right again, but they also, I can't tell if they were trolling or just marking the occasion that Taylor Swift would be in the They're building at Highmark Stadium. Yeah, so they wanted to do like a themed menu. So as you can see, we have a plate. If you can't see, we have a plate of onion rings, curly fries, sweet potato fries, and quesadillas. Now, in Buffalo this weekend, their food names yes. were whack. They had bad blood waffle fries. Sounds off-putting. Right. Yeah. And I typically don't like blood in my waffle fries. True. That's just me. And, and if it's going to be bad, if it's going to be blood, make it good blood. Fresh blood. Yeah, for sure. For sure. True blood. And karma quesadilla. They missed an opportunity, I think, with without with going Kelsey Dia. Ooh, Kelsey Dia. Yeah, it's a Kelsey Dia. Right, and also, by the way, they didn't send this to us. Our wonderful prod team commissioned this yeah, food our from our... From the from third, Cafe. The, which is the third best restaurant in the state of Connecticut, which also happens to be the cafeteria here at ESPN. So our incredible producer, Sarah, yep. who is yep. a diehard Swifty, came up with some better names. Sweet nothing potato fries. Okay. Better. Yep. Cruel summer curly fries. Cru cruel summer curly fries. Paper, onion, rings. We've got all two well done burgers. You belong with me. Which is ball subs. That's good. Enchanted enchiladas, wildest dreamsicle, anti-hero, anti-hero. Oh, hell yeah. Getaway caramel sundae, gold rush mac and cheese, fearless hot wings. Let's go. And my personal favorite, Taylor Tots. But something That's else good. that went viral. But where is all that food? Was a man sitting having a sandwich. You can only buy it at halftime, so you have 
one half to, it's two hundred dollars. What? It feeds ten to twelve. Basically, come on out, super producer Chris Cologne. It's basically, you guys, if I could describe this to you, it's like ten basic white bread turkey sandwiches stacked together with a giant rod in between it. <laughs> Food clearly a theme of the weekend, not Taylor related, but spotted in Detroit. This monstrosity. It's called a fifty yard. A 50-yard sub sandwich bar. And you can only purchase them at the half. So the fun part is seeing how quickly you can choke it down before the game is over. Oh, that's funny because it's just like the leftover stuff that they didn't sell in the first half. And they're like, yeah, come get this shit at halftime. Kitchen sink sandwich. Because we're about to throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Like remnants. So here's the thing about sandwiches. What's it going to take you to eat this? I'm not going to eat it because I have a thing. I think it's maybe a horrible core memory I don't remember in my past. But by biting into things, like opening my mouth very wide. Oh, God, here we go. Opening my <laughs> mouth wide to bite into large sandwiches okay. gives me a ton of anxiety. So I cut, like, sandwiches into, like, fourths or fifths. I like to cut chicken tenders. Uh-huh. I don't want, essentially, anything that could potentially leave a smattering of mayo mustard ketchup like anything on my face Uh i want to be able to control it and i want to make it into bite-sized pieces so you you operate on the theory that all foods are finger foods they all have to be sure right here on this stage your name on this wall can we conquer a fear no what if we take one of these sandwiches and just a bite for the people there's not even this is Sahara Desert Dry. You are know, not going to get mayonnaise. I know. I, You're not um, going to get mustard. What if we just peel off the top, Sangi, and you just take a bite? Let's I, conquer that fear right now. It's 2024. I'll just try the bread. What? That's a huge are you, fear are of you mine. Are you a duck? I are don't you really, a duck? You just I want mean, the bread? You want me to just, just I don't, bloop? That's a huge... Bloop. I don't eat bread, so that's a huge fear of mine conquered. Carbs. You don't eat, <laughs> you don't eat bread? Carbs! <laughs> Come on. Let's just let's do this. Just, How? You just I don't... slide the sangi up the pole, and then oh, God. y'all got to grow up, all right? I'm trying Take to- Take the meat, slide uh, it up the pole. Okay. I'm trying to have L conquer a fear here. He's like, it's dry. It's not wet at all. Oh, my God. It's like this. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, come on. Do it one time, L. Oh, is that ham? Taylor ham. Yes, I don't eat pork. Okay, yes, no, but I'm that's free. But that's turkey. I don't eat pork. Nope. That's turkey. Nope. It's got pork near it. And by law of my husband's Muslim faith, I can't have it. So dang guys, I was really excited about biting well, into that it. enormous sandwich today and conquering my fear, but unfortunately you ruined it by putting swine on it. All right. Well, I can't mess with freedom of religion, so I guess I'm gonna just <laughs> I guess I'm gonna just I guess I'm just gonna hang on to this sandwich over here. <laughs> and hang on to this sandwich lollipop. What's next in the rundown? <laughs> Weenies. Oh, sick. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now that's a meat I can get behind. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, you know what I've realized people love? They want to know prices. Like, people oh, yes. love knowing how much things cost. Pocket watching for sure. In that vein, what's your salary, Gary? Well, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> You're getting paid for this? So right now, yep. the head coaches in college football, they're singing like canaries. They're telling costs. They're yes. saying, you guys hear us bitch about NIL? And you're just like, oh, shut up. You're being old. and like, get over it. The time mm. is now. Player empowerment forever. You're like, but this is just, you don't know how much it costs yeah. to make these things happen. And mm. a former Alabama, Alabama quarterback, Julian Sayan, yeah, decides to transfer to Ohio State. Allegedly, he got big, 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 big money sure. to go. In fact, Ohio State has been busy. Mm-hmm. I was told about a month or so ago when Ohio State was just swinging and whiffing on everybody mm-hmm. that they curiously had no money. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. It's the Ohio State. Correct. And suddenly somebody opened up the wallet because sure. they are paying and they are getting all of these huge transfers that are leaving Alabama. Caleb Downs is headed mm-hmm. there. And Deion Sanders being the guy that mm-hmm. always says the things. Matt Rule at Nebraska being the guy that says the things. Yeah. They're not only complaining about NAL, they're literally telling you the cost to be the boss. Mm-hmm. What it requires to bring these people in. Listen. Make no mistake that a, a good quarterback in the portal costs you know a million to a million five to two million dollars right now. So just 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 on the same page, right? So um, <laughs> let's make sure we all understand what's happening. So um, um, you know, there's some teams that have six six or seven million dollar players playing for them. They need to just jump in the portal with what they cost. It's just make it easy. <laughs> hey, uh, hundred thousand here, fifty thousand here, five hundred thousand yeah. here, fifty. 50, 50, oh 50, my gosh. 50 get your walk on these days. Yeah. <laughs> $50,000 for a walk on. I'm so about when to declare we, some right? eligibility, L. Right? I could really use an extra 50 grand. <laughs> yeah. Um, We can't say that we didn't see this coming. No, no we no, knew for no, sure. No, we that did, this but I think, I think this is what people thought, Gary. Legit. I think people thought you're only still going to have to pay the big guys, the top guys, the top recruits, right. the top. The idea that you're now pay, paying depth guys for walk-on? You're, pl- you're paying depth guys? You're a walk-on. Yeah. You didn't, not only did you not earn a scholarship, we're like, we're going to pay you too. Yes. That, I think, is where things have gotten a little bit untenable. It's like, if, you, if you're having to pay for depth, if you're literally paying for guys to practice, yeah. to be on your team to round out a roster... That feels not at all kind of where we thought this was going mm-hmm. to go. But again, I don't feel sorry at all for the NCAA or for any of these coaches because this is something that we kicked down the road for too long, Gary. 75, 80 players on a roster and from one to, you know, end of the bench, you're paying, which I think we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago as to why I think eventually, long road, 10, 15 years down the road, 
this is actually going to help the competitiveness in the NFL because college players are going to stay around longer to make money they otherwise wouldn't be making aside from the big guys who know they're going first round they're going early first they're going to get the guaranteed 40 something million this is going to keep that middle rung player in college longer because they can make money that they wouldn't otherwise be making if they were an undrafted free agent or a sixth round pick or a seventh round pick and then they get to the nfl maybe a little bit more seasoned maybe stronger maybe a little bit more mature but i don't see how this isn't not even like in a, in a football sense but i don't think that there's enough infrastructure set forth that's gonna keep these players out of trouble in like in real world aspects and real world scenarios okay like you're giving 17 18 19 year old kids 50 100,000 500,000 a million dollars and i know there's a lot of you know support on the back end with hey you're a business hey set up banking hey you should probably have a financial advisor hey even though we're going to give you 500 grand you have to pay taxes on this what's taxes it, it reminds me of a story when yom nankata signed with the red sox in spring training and he pulled up in some Ferraris and uh, people were saying how mad he was because he got his first paycheck and it half of half of it was gone because he didn't understand what taxes were. So he thought I'm making X amount of millions of dollars, but wait, why is my paycheck so, so much lower? Cause he had to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So I think there's just so many like real world ramifications that I, I know that they're taken care of hopefully, but I think it, this feels like too much too soon. And I don't know, maybe that sounds like old man of me um, taking that position, but you have coaches now ex expressing some disdain towards the whole procedure. Well, of course they're going to. It makes their job like way harder. And like Gino exactly. yeah. kind of hinted at it. It's like, it's, you know, they're like, why should I have helped you grow and become yes. a great player? And then you get to upgrade and go somewhere else for more money, even though I poured into you. And yes. so I understand that, like the frustration there, the coaches, of course, are going to bitch about it. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't help them in any way. Uh, but I also think that at some point you have to just accept that this is no longer an amateur sport, that this is a professional sport yeah. and you need to treat it as a professional league. And I understand that. There's a lot more that goes into that because, of course, there is so many schools mm -hmm. and an NCAA football list, right? Yes. When you talk about D1, 2, 3. But you're going to have to start treating it that way. You're going to have to let them hire agents. You're going to have to do free agency. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to have a regulated system that treats it as it is because you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Mm -hmm. It's over. This is your fault. You didn't want to deal with it for so long and Congress stepped in and dealt with it for you and then said... Now that the wheels are off, figure it out. And they still haven't. And what's going to end up happening, you can mark my words, is that, okay, at first it was going to be to what you mentioned. No, it's just going to be the top dog. It's just going to be your quarterback and your, your star defensive tackle and your running back and your receiver. And now it's everybody on the roster. And now at these schools, you're going to get the other programs. And they, and they do. Basketball players get it. And Livy Dunn's the highest paid player NIL money sure. in college sports. But you're going to get these sports programs in these schools being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The football players are making how much? We're not going to participate unless we can get a share of what they're getting. Because in, to Ohio State's point, you guys can just make $13 million up here to get these people to come to Columbus. Yeah, Y'all need to find some money for us. It's going to, I think it's going to get ugly. It's going to get, uh, there's going to be infighting. You can't avoid it. It's, sure. When you're talking about money that has two commas in it, infighting is going to, is going to come. But this is one of those things that 
you don't know until you have to experience it in person. And right now, every single one of these coaches are experiencing it. And that's why Nick Saban retired. Yeah. He's, He's like, like, I, I ain't dealing with this. Parts of this. As much as I love talking about money, there's one yes. thing that you have to talk about or you will combust. And that is wieners. I'm sorry. Weenies? What? Weenies. Well, so let me tell you about the origin story of the Vienna sausage. <laughs> We've got a weenie of the week. What are we talking about weenie of the week? Yeah. You, keep, you kept teasing. That feels harsh. You keep, you keep teasing that. But Our show producers came up with this. Sometimes you, people give you a glimpse of like who they think you are. Yeah. They'll, like, I'll have like producers that like pitch stuff for me. They'll be like, oh, I came up with something I think that you would really like. And then the segment's like, non-people of the week i'm like god is that what you think about me they're L's just like yeah loser of the yeah, week yeah they're like l's big fat losery loses i'm like oh man you guys really come to me for all the losery stuff well but then you tell them like guys i i have a segment for this it's called taking the l mm -hmm. you don't you don't have to repitch me this is like double jeopardy yeah exactly okay, we don't need this yeah we could just put it there so this one i'll i'll let you um i'll let you hold the weenie i'll hold the l and you hold the weenie and I went off on this person actually in taking the L last week. The weenie being uh, Rodney uh, Terry, who oh. is the head coach yes. for um, the, Texas, the Texas Longhorns basketball. Yes. And UCF beats them on their home court, and then they throw down the horns down. Because, yes. of course, horns up is a thing. And so they do horns down, which is what literally every opponent does to Texas once they beat you. Because if you have a thing... People throw it in your people face will, people will when take they beat people you. Take advantage of the right, thing. Cam Newton with your Superman. I just God burn it into my brain forever. Just Cam Newton laying on the ground and Von Miller standing over him in the Super Bowl, going "Rah, I'm oh, Superman yeah. too!" Right? Yep, That's yep, yep. what happens. But he was mad. He was upset. He went off. He's like, "Show some class. You're classless. How dare you do horns down?" Everybody was like, yo, this is some soft, soft stuff, sir. You're going to the SEC, man. Horns down. That's just like first base over the sweater stuff in the mm -hmm. SEC. Yeah. They will literally cut a cow head and gut it in front of you and bleed it right there in the stadium. That's what the SEC is. Damn. It's got very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I know. I just thought that was just like part of a class <laughs> or something. I don't know. But this is such a reminder to me of – how sensitive Sally sports people get about like their things. Uh-huh. Like horns down is like you do that to a Texas person, they're like, that's that's a that's far, that's too far. <laughs> that's so disrespectful. It's like being in a hockey, you know, dressing room. You better oh. call it a dressing room or they'll get you. You better call it a sweater. Okay, well, hey, there's there's something. You can't step on the logo. There's something to say about tradition. You can't step on the logo. No, traditions are fine. It's the idea that you pearl clutch because someone doesn't respect your tradition. I don't have to respect your tradition. What? I'm sorry, Masters. If I want to call your patrons fans, I should be able to. What are, what are they called? can't make me call them patrons. Oh, okay. Like, it's that. It's the sort of pearl clutching because you, you know, went after somebody's tradition. And I don't like well, it. I mean. You can't say no hitter. You can't. Or oh, there'll yeah, be no. a no hit. Like, shut up. Well, I mean, listen. You can't step on the pitcher's mound. You can't. <gasps> hey, listen. I'm, hey, shut up. I'm, I'm going to pitch you. I'm going to pitch you an idea. All right. Every week, you heap praise upon something that you like, L. Because <laughs> right now, do I see this vein just appearing in your neck? And I'm worried about you. Do you think Rodney Terry also looks like Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> from, uh, from uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad? A little bit. Does he not? He's got a little bit. Every of time I see him, I'm like, dude, this dude yeah. is 
this dude runs a chicken operation. Yeah. This, this dude runs like a, a chicken operation for sure. That's the only thing I can see. Yeah, um, the, the only thing I'm still kind of lost and confused on is what in that, what wiener was I supposed to be holding throughout that whole thing? Like I was just there with my hands like this. Rodney's? Oh no. <laughs> Poyo Loco. <laughs> this is one of those things that we like to call a one-off segment. It happens one time, and then someone's going to call, and you're never going to have a weenie of the week again. So enjoy That's it, Rodney, forever. You'll go down as the first, the last, the only weenie. Well, that's probably not going to help our relations with the University of Texas. Before we close the show, yes. the most dangerous part of the show, Gary is sweating. I am a firm, firm believer in asking for forgiveness instead of permission, uh -huh. and also I am a habitual line stepper. I don't cross the line, but I definitely like to tickle my toes right on it. Yep. And I think that you're overreacting to whatever it is that you're about to do, but I hope that you're not and that it's as scary and scandalous as you seem to believe. Well, 45 minutes ago sort of gave me a glimpse into you uh, asking for forgiveness and not permission by the fact that you are still illegally parked outside. Anyway, hey, Tiger Woods left Nike a couple of weeks ago. Right. We're like, oh my gosh, where he's, where's he going to end yeah. up? Is he going to go to Grayson where his son Charlie is signed? Is he going to create his own thing? Yeah. Is he going to stay with TaylorMade? A combination of everything. TaylorMade is now creating um, an entire line for Tiger Woods. It's called Sunday Red because uh -huh. nothing is more synonymous with Tiger Woods and golf yeah. than wearing red on Sunday. Okay. And it's something that's going to outlast him. It's not Tiger Woods branded specifically when he is done playing golf. Anyway, Sunday Red, the logo people had some thoughts on. Have you seen the logo? Let me show it to you. I have not seen the logo. Okay, this is the logo. Um, if you're watching at home, or if you're listening at home and not watching anything, this looks kind of like a. Uh, it sort it, it sort of looks like a like a uh, like hieroglyphics, like a hieroglyphic hair clip. Yeah, it Kay. looks yeah, it looks like it was Kay. a hair clip that was a tiger. Yep. And then my daughter got to it and started pulling it apart. Yeah. So this is the this is the new logo, and it got me thinking. Hey, it's like a tiger skeleton. It's a tiger skeleton, or a a, a vast system of tributaries from some river. In, um, oh yeah, with an eye America. test around yes. it. So it got me thinking, man, there are some awesome logos. There are also some not so awesome logos. Okay. So we're gonna play a quick game called Logo No Go. Right. And they're pictures that maybe I compiled, maybe that were sent to me as I crowdsourced. And you tell me if this was a if this is a real logo or, one or you just, made up. just a picture that I found on the internet. Okay. We are going to start. Oh God. <sighs> I always love how prepared you are. We're gonna start with what I think might be the tamest picture that I found on the internet, and it is... I like starting raw, but that's cool. Whoa. Whoa. Logo or no-go. Okay. It's like a K with two balls on the end. Yep. 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 That, is that, that a real looks, logo, or is that... I'm going to say no-go. That looks pretty. That looks like you made it on, like, Microsoft yeah. Paint. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great guess. No, but if you are a patron of... Kudawara Pharmacy, that is their logo. What? So that's a that's a real logo. Okay. Okay. Um, God, this is bad. Okay, is this <laughs> is this something that was created as a logo or not? I feel like maybe this is like a Rorschach test because I'm not seeing what he's seeing. That's so bad. 
I see an A with two balls sliding down it. Is there something I'm supposed to be saying that I'm not seeing? No, just kind of wondering if you think it's a lo it's if it's an actual logo. Um, yeah, sure. Is that a, that's real? It sure is. It's very real. It's super real. Don't remember what the company was. Oh, perfect. But but it's real. Okay. Okay. You you see it. I really. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah oh! right. Yeah right. Oh now I see it. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I had just saw it, and it looks a lot like um the position. Next one. All right. Next one. Wait. The position that my best friend said works to give you boys i'll leave it there oh for real mental note all right here we go it worked <laughs> okay this looks like the tiktok trend where you like cross your legs around somebody and you try to like bend over except for in this case he has an orifice that's coming out of his chest into her neck <laughs> this is that can't be that can't that's a that can't be a real. Is that a real logo? Yeah, Clinica Dentistry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the person's laying down and getting dental work. That's a hand, not a. Okay. Oh, they're getting some dental work. All right. Right. What's he sliding in there? All right, and last one for you, L. Before we go. Um, Isn't the scraper. <laughs> I'm so mad at how long it took me to get that other logo. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's going to take you. My little you. pervy mind is just like grown up and matured, you guys. I don't, well, well, good news here. I don't think it's going to take you long to get this one. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, this literally is just a sign that says, I love C-U-M. Oh, no, is it locum or something? <laughs> it looks like I heart... The thing that comes out after you do that position, I said with the boys. Oh my god! But I think it's probably a logo for like like locum or lucum. And like, follow up question: what what would that company, if it was called locum, be? A sperm bank. <laughs> That's good. God, they missed an opportunity. It's just a stupid property management company. Wow. Locum. They're like, I love to manage your properties, and I love. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Y'all might see oh, us next Thursday. Fun. No, it's not. I'm fucking sweating, dude. We probably can't use any of that. L. That was awesome. I really hope T Baby gets back to us. Oh my god, I'm well, legit sweating. Here's the thing that Gary won't tell you is Gary reached out to T Baby through his burner account and didn't realize he kind of KD'd that thing. So hopefully she'll respond. Damn it! I got terrible news. I sent T-Baby a DM from my burner account. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, to be determined. But in the meantime and in between time, friends, we'll see you on Thursday. <sighs> and just remember one thing. I love... The L. Duncan Show. Multi-platform. Follow and subscribe and tell your friends. But don't tell your parents. And please don't tell mine. <laughs> But definitely Google what I said about the position thing because it works.